I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You know what Kyrie did? He torched this franchise. Burn it down. This is the greatest team in this era that might have been. It's been too many years of just straight drama. You have no idea whether or not Kevin Durant is going to be satisfied at the end of this. If you're Kevin and you're going to be 35 years old in September, why are you staying here? He's going to make the decision he thinks is best in the moment. Now everybody waits to see what he has to say. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. And in the end, there's no question. It's a failure. On 98.7 ESPN. Doing that Nick Friedell interview, by the way. You're quick to jump me when I'm bad. I thought I was very good. No, I think the both of us, I think yeah, that was a, we're at our best in that interview. Yeah, but I always think you're good. Um, see, you are quick to try to chop me down at the knees. I'm here to try to enhance what you bring to the table. Well, here's the thing, though. I never think I'm good. So maybe that's why I lash out at you occasionally. No, I think I think it's that you just have a disdain for me and you find it necessary to go no. after me. No, I love you. I protected you to my family. They were they were like, well, you should have went after Dave. I said, what, no, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean your, fa- well, your family? What did they say? Well, well, what do you mean what did they say? You attacked their daughter's wedding for a full 45 minutes well, on Friday. Okay, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you're wrong. All I said is you know, it, it, it's a selfish thing to do to get married on 1 o'clock on a Friday. It was I a stand, beautiful I ceremony. I it. It was a beautiful ceremony. I, I never doubted that it wouldn't be beautiful. Did I ever say it won't be beautiful? It was an amazing reception mm-hmm. outside of the steak lady who needed a, it just as uh, she was, she owned me. And then I made a very veteran move at the end of the night because I got that feeling after my, uh, after a tequila that I was like, no, I'm, I'm getting close to my point. I'm going to need some pizza and some burgers. Really? Oh, yeah. Got me right back where I needed to be. Really? Great decision. Usually people don't have that. They just they go crazy once they you know start getting some tequila. Yeah, guess who didn't have that? Your wife. That would be the uh, the groom. Oh, the groom let himself go? Did not make smart decisions. No? Well, it's no, his no. wedding night. Yeah, yeah, but I told him. I said, listen, do me a favor so you know. You like this guy honestly between us here now? <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Okay. Um, I said to him, I said, listen, so you know, I made this mistake. At my wedding. I went too hard, and it cost me. I fell asleep in the hallway. Then I fell asleep in the shower. Puke it. It was just bad. Don't do not do that to yourself. Have fun, but let's say no when is when. You're right. Didn't listen. Not only did he puke all night, Ugh. next morning. He was still throwing up the next morning? Right. Oh, my God. He destroyed himself. That's bad. Oh, how about this one? So I'm flying down there on Friday. Was it for No, I was there Friday. You Whatever. flew down on Thursday. No, I flew down on Wednesday. 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 So I flew down on Wednesday. Okay? So I'm I finally in the airplane, and I'm seated, and I'm exhausted, right? It's, it's Wednesday's the, the hump day. It's a tough day. Yeah, it's a tough day. Right. So seat back is up. Okay? 
Seatbelt, perfectly fastened. Here I'm comes like, the airplane. Perfect, I'm good. Perfectly fastened. Is that something you typically struggle with? No, no. I just wanted to make sure with the whole, I mean, you had the whole Odell thing happen. I'm like, I want no no one disturbing me. I don't want to, hey, hey, can you fix your seat? Everything is how it's supposed to be. Tray table right. up. I'm all ready. I'm like, time to shut this thing down. I'm going to try to take advantage of this. As soon as I hit the ground, I got a bunch of stuff I had to do. Let's take a nap. So I'm back, head back, and I'm out like a light. Out. Full REM sleep. May have been 10 minutes. The flight attendant, rather than just walk past me, because I'm clearly sleeping, he doesn't need a drink, gets in my face, oh, in my ear, and goes, excuse me, sir, <laughs> can I get you something to drink? Well, but why? Right, why? But what, why? In that, you're, you're fast asleep. Why, why does he need to offer you a beverage? <laughs> Thank you. Does, does well, it look well, you like know what? Some- if, he's, if he's that desperate to give you a, a drink... Pour a glass of water and put it on the tray table. They tried Thank to you. Odell you. He tried to incite me. You're right. Tried I tried to give you the doing? Odell. In my, like, it, like all, his lips were almost in my ear when really? he spoke to me. I could feel it. Maybe he knew who you were. No, no. I think, I think he, he's like, wait a minute. That's Rick DiPietro. And he said, would you like a beverage? <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. If he knew who I was, he'd know that he needs, he needs sleep right now. Uh, this portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Let's get back to the calls because we have a lot of calls on a lot of different topics. Let's go to Doug in Rivervale. Good morning, Doug. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, good morning, guys. I think um, Brian Cashman is still looking at baseball as if it was 15, 20 years ago. I see the sport a little bit differently now. It's essentially, stay with me now for a second, it's essentially college football where there's only six to eight teams every single year who can win it due to the disparity and the actual revenue and what they're paying the players. So if Brian Cashman looks at it that way and the Steinbrenners do, they're essentially losing every single year. If this team was Texas and they would lose to Georgia every single year, nine years in a row, get beat by them every single year, it would be a little bit different perspective than the Yankees saying going through this huge season, grinding it out, winning all these games. They should be in that situation every single year, and they're still getting beat consistently the last nine years in a row pretty terribly. So it's a little different perspective. I, I think you're right. I, I think it is almost college uh, college football-esque. And every year, and thanks for the call, Doug, every year you fall before getting to the, at least the World Series, you failed. Well, I think they look at it. I mean, you've heard him say crapshoot. I think they would. I think if we had Brian Cashman on today and we asked him what happened last season, he would point to DJ LeMahieu not being available and Ben and Tenney not being available. Like he would point to the injuries as as one of the big reasons why they didn't reach the intended goal. And I get it. I mean, they had a couple guys injured in the bullpen and Ben Attendee and all that, but still, I mean, they were nowhere near Houston in well, that series. Yeah. I mean, the reality where they were at was they didn't really know who was closing games for them. They weren't happy with who was playing shortstop. Like, they had a bunch of things going on. And it feels like a lot of excuses was no ben Attendee. Even if you think like that, here's what I would say. Even if you think like, like, he's a smart guy. I, I don't know. Kyrie, I don't really understand what he's trying to get across half the time, and I don't think he, he listens to the fans, cares, or, or has ultimate respect for them. Brian Cashman, I think, does. And Brian Cashman, I think, is a bright guy. Even if you believe what you said, why would you go public with that? Because you know that the fan base is going to have an absolute outcry to that. 
Because I think, I mean, I I think he was hoping by saying that, like that you know, fans would take a step back and realize that, you know, they did have not a great season, but they did have a good season and they were right there. But I don't think there's a lot of fans felt like after getting swept by Houston that they were right there. I think that would, I mean, that's the biggest, the biggest issue. No, I would, right I would any, also say. Not right anywhere. Here's the thing, though, but I would also say this. If your thought, if the prevailing thought around the Yankees and Brian Cashman was that the postseason is a crapshoot, well, shouldn't someone explain that to Houston then? It doesn't right. seem like how, it doesn't they, seem how like do they that keep much, winding up where they are. Like uh, the last you know, four of the last six years, they've been in the World Series. Is it? I mean, is this just a lucky stretch they're in? Right, and, and also if it's just a crapshoot, statistically, wouldn't you go? You haven't been since two thousand nine, right? Right. So if it's a crapshoot and and you're one of the four teams, then once every four years, you figure over over that span, you'd go at least at least two or three times. No. Oh, you would think, but the team that I mean, the team that stands in your way has been to the World Series four times in the last six years. Right. So it's not a so crapshoot. That's not a crapshoot at all. Let, let's continue along. We'll get back to the the Nets. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We have uh, bleep you missed in just a couple moments from RJ. Does a great job with that. Let's go to Brendan in Brunswick. Very alliterative. Brendan, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven. Good morning. What's going on, Brendan? Uh, so I just wanted to make a quick point about um, Kyrie going to the Mavericks. I really think that the Nets, they lucked out. They got rid of the situation, the bad situation, kind of quickly. Um, although they're not going to get the same production from the two players they got, Dinwiddie and Finney Smith, I do think that it is an indicator that, you know, the Nets, they still have a chance to, you know, make the playoffs. And I believe that KD has to look at the situation and, you know, feel not great about it, but at least it's about basketball now. And I think that they just have one more, a couple more moves that they need to make, make a trade for another star or something like that. How, how do you, Brent, really Brendan, the, the Knicks have been trying to make a trade for a star for, for how long? You, you're just going to go out there and make a trade for a star player? How does that happen? Well, it's not going to be as easy as it sounds, but I do think they have the assets to go out and, you know, make things, in, make a, make an interesting offer to some teams. Like, for example, the, the uh, Trailblazers. I think that, they need to make a call to Damian Lillard and say. Yeah, but here's the thing, you know. But, but Brendan, Brendan, I don't know if you were listening to the. You should listen to all four hours. But if if you weren't listening to all four hours, Nick Ferdell, we asked him that question, and he said the problem with that is Ben Simmons' contract makes it almost almost impossible to to do something like that unless you can move Ben Simmons. And who I believe the, hell the wants word ben he used was an albatross of a contract, right? So yeah, like it's all about basketball, which is I'm sure something that you know everyone in that building. Is is happy about including KD and you know Dinwiddie and Finney Smith will fit will fit right in and play you know play solid basketball you know they're not they're not Kyrie Irving but I mean what it has allowed them to do now because they acted fast is give them a couple days to try to you know make more moves to make the team better but will it be enough moves will the plan be a good enough plan for Kevin Durant to decide after the season that he wants to stay well, and just this idea of oh just go get a superstar. Just, just, just go get one. Like they're, they're like superstars are just all over the place, waiting, waiting to be had at the drop of a hat. Um, for the Knicks, there's not. Well, what, what superstar? And, and I guess maybe you have to define superstar. Superstar? How many well, of those guys you, even walk the earth? 
Well, that's the thing, though. I think we usually, I, I think we we overuse the word superstar. But I mean, I think you would probably call Chicago. See what's going on with Zach Levine. All right, he's not a superstar. No, you'd call Toronto. Siakam? See what's going on with Siakam. Well, or... Sia- Siakam. I, I mean, he could be a special player. And an Obi. I mean, not a superstar. No, I know. But I mean, listen. The way that Nick Friedle made it sound, and he was talking to Bobby Marks last night, is he has a hard time believing that's possible, just with the Simmons contract and everything else. But who knows? Maybe they can. Maybe they'll get it done. Well, they better because the goal has to be to try to keep Kevin Durant around for the next couple of years, and it doesn't sound like they're going to be able to do enough. Well, maybe they go possible. on a run. Maybe, maybe somehow, I don't know how it's possible. Maybe, maybe they figure it out and they go on a run. Durant is healthy. They play better defense. Listen, they, they have more depth now, and, and, and maybe they do. But I, I just don't see how. I, I, don't think, I don't think they compete with any of these elite teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as Boston. I don't think they're as good as Milwaukee. I mean, Philly's a good team. I don't. Philly's I don't know a if good I, team. I don't know if I trust them, but that's still. I mean, Joel Embiid is a problem. You wouldn't trust them against the the Nets, though. Well, I gotta see what the Nets look like. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen uh, KD's not back. He's still injured, and then I mean, see what moves they make here before Thursday. I'd like to see it for a couple games. See how these things, all these pieces fit together. Let's go to Hot Take Johnny in the car. Good morning, Hot Take. Good morning, Rick and Dave. Uh, big shout out to the company. Um, Rick, I know. I think I know exactly why that flight attendant woke you up. Why? He doesn't know you have a radio show, but sees you on the air, knows your hard work in person, and he's a Rangers fan and hates you because you're an Islanders oh. goalie. So he's like, "This is my chance to get." He's a hardcore fan. He's like, "This is my chance to get." I it. like it. I think it's a good idea. But, wha- this but is why? What, this is like, what Flyers fans right do. In your face, he's like, "I'm going to get this guy." Get yeah. right in your face and like, "Hey, good. You want to drink?" Knowing exactly. Now he goes back to his friends. But why? Why go in there? So I mean, it's a great call. But why go in there and like, excuse me? Why not just go in there? Hey, buddy, pal, you want a drink? Why not wake him up? Be really disrespectful. Well, because then he'll get in trouble at work. Now he's doing nice. Now he can't get in trouble. Now he's just being a good flight attendant. Uh, when really he's getting revenge. You gotta understand though. Dave, you got to understand, though, the, the proximity of his lips to my eardrum was so close that that, that whisper sounded like a scream. But what was he doing? Exactly. No, I don't That's know. That's why he did it. He, he, he wants to get revenge. Training? You don't, you don't wake a, sleep, a sleeping person on a plane. <laughs> you, you leave them alone. That's Terrible. why he did it. All right, Johnny, what do you got? What do you got? Go ahead. So on the uh, on Kyrie thing, on Kyrie and Dallas, I don't see how this works out there. You got two ball dominant guys who don't play defense in the playoffs. It'll be great regular season. Playoffs, you got to play defense, and which who plays defense on that team now? So I, I don't think it works there. And as far as um, KD goes, yeah, but Luca. But here's the thing, though. Legacy. Hot take: Luca Doncic in the yep. playoffs is like a different a different level in the playoffs. Doncic is absolutely I mean, he's ridiculous. But neither of them can guard. I mean, he tries. At least, at least um, Luca tries, but he, he's too slow footed. He can't. He can't defend well at all. And Kyrie, we know he's just like you know, he doesn't even try. So, uh, how does that work? You have to play defense in the playoffs. It's a different animal there. Listen, say what you want, and thanks for the call. That's that's a, if they're dialed in, that's a scary duo of Kyrie and, and Luka Doncic. Yeah, but it's the best scoring backcourt in the NBA. And you know what I thought was great. You know what I thought was interesting? Yeah, they're not as good. Listen, Din- Dinwiddie's a good defensive player. Finney Smith's a, is a really good defensive player. Yeah, so but he, they, can't, I mean, he can't score at all. Right, so they lose something there. How about this? So I'm going through a bunch of stuff, and they, you know, Kyrie in isolation scoring and Luka in isolation scoring. Can you guess who has the most isolation, the third most isolation points in the NBA this season? 
I have no idea. Julius Randle. Oh, really? In the whole NBA. Third. I was like, what? Yeah. He's having a good season. Right. Real good season. And you hate him because you're, uh, you're yeah, a bad I don't guy. Care for him. It's, it's not like I'm on an island. A lot of people don't like Julius Randle. It's a crowded island. I mean, he's a good player. He's just, he's not for me. He's not my cup of tea. I can't say that. He's not a great finisher. I so Give him some credit, though, last night. He had a couple big offensive he rebounds. He played really well down the buckets. stretch of the game last night. Thank I, you. I'm not, and, and his numbers were good. I thought he played well. Listen, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but this idea that you're winning anything with Julius Randle, to me, is just a foreign concept, because I don't think you are. Well, as your, listen, yeah, right. As your, as your number one guy, probably, no. You're not probably, winning anything. You know, I'm sorry. All right, uh, RJ, my man, let's go. Now, see ya. Touchdown! Rebound score! The sh you missed. Ah, yes, brought to you by Jack Pocket. Jack Pocket, as some call it. Who calls so, it Jack Pocket? Not a single person. Yeah. yeah. Evan Fournier. <laughs> Funny. Make it French. Jet lag is real. You know, we weren't going to start here, but... When opportunity presents itself. So, Evan Fournier, 17 big points yesterday. Big points. Big, huge points. Uh, we haven't thought, we haven't heard from from Evan. It's been a while. He hasn't played a ton. So, here's your chance. Did you get to enjoy that moment, Mr. Fournier? I actually just kind of messed up because I didn't get to enjoy it because I was upset about the foul because that was not a foul. <laughs> so, I wish I could go back and enjoy it, but that was that was, that was was fun, man. So, I love New York. You know, they, uh, they talk shit, but they give you love as well. So, you know, that was fun. Hmm. So I love New York. You know, they uh, they talk shit, but they give you love as well. Okay. Likes New York. Loves he didn't it. enjoy the moment? Yeah, he fell well, out he of the game sometimes, at the end. Like, yeah, on. yeah, but you, I understand what he's saying, man. Like, you're not focused on the moment. Like, you're not sitting there like you're like dialed in. Like, that's one of those games where you play great, but you really don't remember much because you're so, you're so locked in. We got him for the post-game walk-off, and he made a point to say, Oh, I missed you guys. I haven't talked to you all year. You specifically? Did he miss you? That's what he was said. Was he like, Ray, Raymond? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, again, he, has, he has no idea what my name is. Right. Hey, but further proof, though, that Ray is not being used properly at this day. If, if Fournay sees you and recognizes you. Did he hug you? No. No, he did not Did he give you, me. like, the kiss on each cheek being French? How would he do that? I don't think they do that. Because he's French. Do they do that? I think they do. In the movies, they do. I'm not sure. Oh, oh Raymond. Wow. 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 All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I can't let you're, personality shine through anymore. You're close to him, so just spurting things out that he knows, the knowledgeable stuff. <laughs> We're right there. Uh, it was touched on earlier about the Eagles chant that broke out. We have audio from the Knicks Sixers game yesterday. That layup from Grimes ends a 12 0 Sixers run. But not to be outdone. I heard the Eagles suck much clearer than I did the Eagles chant. It was actually all the people that work at the Empire State Building that were chanting Eagles. They came to the game. <laughs> yes, go Eagles. Still haven't forgiven that building. Never. That no, building. We had a, Never we will. We had a roast on it. It's you're, not the first a, time they've done a, it. You're a bad building. Uh, LeBron is 36 points away from breaking the NBA career scoring record. Uh, Lakers' next game is tomorrow against the Thunder. Now, there have been some... Some rumblings with our, our sim underground moles that have reported LeBron's actually been practicing a skyhook, perhaps an homage. Perhaps an homage. Really? I've just just what I've heard. That'd be wild. He and the Ian Kramer, they're not they're not super close. 
They're not they're not best buddies. How do you know the relationship between the two of them? I, he had I, boots on the ground yesterday. You saw the picture he said does. Uh, I, I did. I was out there near uh, boy Costco on Sundays. It's just dangerous. It's lethal. Um, <laughs> this is it. Might be a dumb question. They, this is clearly a stop the game thing when he breaks Kareem. Yeah, right? it has to be. Is this like a like a fifteen minute like long ceremony? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, fifteen minutes seems yeah, like a long time. Fifteen's though. a lot, but yeah, but, but, I mean, but like like this is an extended stop the game. Yeah. present yeah standing ovation. People are going to speak. Like this is going to be a big thing. Uh, but Kareem, yeah, look it up. Kareem and LeBron, I, I won't detail every every little thing. They're not, you know, they're they're a little icy that relationship. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, can you imagine being that good that you're going to pass? You're, you're going to take over the all time scoring lead in the NBA, and you're so good that you're actually planning an homage shot to do it. I love it. Now it, it would stink if it's you know Lakers down one. You do. You, you know. can't do that. Lakers, Lakers down one, 12 seconds left, and you go at the skyhook. <laughs> Not if he nails it. How good would that be? Uh, Steph Curry out past the All-Star break, injured his left leg late in the third quarter Saturday, went over the Mavs, who now have Kyrie Irving inbound. Uh, Pro Bowl yesterday. Hold on, timeout, NBA-wide. Okay, you have um, two any, timeouts remaining. Yep, was my first one. Uh, I'm going to use this. Is this a full timeout? No, it's only a 30-second. Thoughts on if go- they got Golden, State, Golden State healthy in the playoffs, though. That's still a scary team if they're all healthy in the playoffs. Yeah, but you'd be surprised if they went to the finals. Would you, though? Yeah, I think so. In the West? I think. I mean, Curry's hurt again now, though. Oh, of course if he's hurt, but I mean, when he's back and healthy, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, I think that ship has sailed a little bit with them. All right. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be fun. West wide open this year. Uh, Pro Bowl yesterday, Peyton and Eli coaching against one another. Snoop Dogg, Pete Davidson, honorary captains. Uh, NFC wins. See- did you see the Pete Davidson sound, RJ, when they asked him um, when he gave a score? How, honestly, how can you see his sound? Did you did you hear? Well, it's on TV, so you could see and hear you it. Can't, you can't you see wagon? the sound. Well, you, RJ, I did saw, you mute it and read his lips? I saw a picture, if that's what you're talking about. No, no, not the 69 one. When he gave a nice. score, and she's like, Laura Rutledge was like, why so low, Pete? And he's like, I don't know. Why am I here? I don't even, <laughs> yeah, I don't even I'm know. I'm thinking the same thing. Why everyone, is Pete <laughs> Davidson on the sideline at the Pro Bowl? Everyone had that question. Uh, on the sideline, he was though NFC wins. Uh, end of a, this was at the end of the the flag football game, the third one uh, from Peyton Manning. Rick, you touched on it earlier. Kirk Cousins, who threw I think three touchdowns, is about to take a knee. And I, I, there's rules where you where you can run the ball, where you can't run the ball. Taking a knee is considered running the ball. No O lineman on the field. It's it, you know it's whatever. But this was Peyton Manning at the very end. Uh oh, here we go. Somebody knows a bylaw in this rule book. Peyton furious. So you think it this might be just playing up the shtick. And then you see his face. Peyton Manning was not kidding. Zero fun being had there whatsoever. Very serious about the one in that penalty call. It was not. Did you hear someone in the background, too, going to Eli? Your brother, hot man. Your brother, (laughs) (laughs) hot. Eli Manning on the Pro Bowl win. Feeling great. It's a big win. Fired up for these guys. I told Kirk the other day, I said, hey, you're the starter in this game. You can go first. You were pretty good in the fourth quarter this season. You know, if we're down a little bit, I'd like for you to be the guy. And sure enough, we're down, and he led us to victory. So there you go. 
Eli winning in the big I will say, too, my wife is on the same page as Peyton Manning. Also thinks taking a knee is a penalty. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We have the jar ready to go? (laughs) It's not bad if you just move on. Right. I thought that was... What do you mean? Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Dave, you... the opposite of take a timeout? Can I rush us ahead? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you touched that... Can we hit the the four on the fast forward? Uh, Dave, you touched that earlier. You Uh, can't control. There's no way you can control the four on the fast forward. No, No, I can't. It's a lot for me. It's too much. Mike Kafka, finalist for the Cardinals job. Your level of concern here, Dave. Uh, what what are you looking for? One of ten? One of a hundred? Yeah, one out of ten. One out of ten? uh, Nine nine concern? Yeah, Brian Flores and uh, Lou Anarumo. Who does one out of a hundred? What do you mean one out of a hundred could be? Okay, what's your concern? One out of a hundred? Ninety. Okay. If it's one out of ten, is a nine. I just want to see if it'd be consistent there. And? (laughs) It was. Beautifully consistent. (laughs) Yes, Raymond Ray would have been like a 78. (laughs) Yeah, he would have changed his view. But no, not me. I stick to it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the Pro-Am Pebble Beach champion Ben Silverman win by stroke their names go on the wall of champions Ben Silverman sounds made up no it's a real person I think he's Canadian but Aaron who do the fans at Pebble want you to end up with a lot of people yelling different teams they want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun because uh, we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's going to have the most fans, but uh, it's been fun. I was going to say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city that you might have on your mind for next season? I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. A lot of, a lot of Raider fans <laughs> are encouraging me. A lot of Devontae misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. That from CBS Sports. Devontae himself admitted he does, in fact, miss he, one He loves this. He loves the attention. So now I turn to Rick. Your level of concern here in this situation. One to a hundred. One to a hundred. No, I want a oh, hundred. One to right a thousand. To What's up? What am I leveling? A concern that he doesn't end up a jet? That's right. Oh. About a uh about a six point seven. Ooh, I thought it'd be out higher. of a hundred? No, no he said 10. 10. You maniac. I heard 100. So 67. I'm at a 67. <laughs> very there you consistent. Go. 60. So, so you're two-thirds of you is very concerned. <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned, yeah. Uh, you got, <laughs> you guys touched on Cashman. He put the kibosh on Luis Severino pitching the World Baseball Classic for the I'd Dominican like to take Republic. a timeout. <laughs> I'd like a timeout. Sure. I love the timeouts. I love the timeouts. Uh, because I want to stand up for Cashman here. I think his comments about the Yankees and last season, how successful it was, kind of silly. I think not wanting Severino to pitch in the uh, World Baseball Classic, spot on. 100% agree. Yeah, he, said sure. he, he has to protect the Yankees first. Severino is uh, making $15 million bucks this year, so a lot of injuries. Understand that. And uh, Matthew Kachuk, MVP of the NHL All-Star Game. The Atlantic Division wins. Red Wings uh, forward Dylan Larkin had a hat-trick. Mitch Marner uh, had three assists. Atlantic tops the Central. And uh, they are the champs of the All-Star. I- I'll tell you what. I think the all NHL All-Star Weekend, like the gimmick, I think it plays well. Like the, the competitions they have. I enjoy watching it the most. Best All-Star game out there right now. Yeah, it's the best. Yes, I enjoy yeah. watching it. Uh, I think it's that one. That is Sim brought to you by Jackpocket Powerball 747 million, Mega Million to 31 million. Play official salary games on your phone with Jackpocket. Download the Jackpocket app. Get your first ticket free using code ESPN. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 877 8 or visit jackpocket.com slash TOS for terms of service. You're good. What a good final isn't time it, out. Isn't it the time best out. He is? Time out. This is your second. The clock has expired. No, shut your mouth. My last time out. I'm going to say something right now, and it's going to be looked at as a hot take, but I don't think it's a hot take at all. All right. Can you tease it? No. Ugh. 
Well, Sim, RJ, just to let you know, now the clock is all on his shoulders. Sim has surpassed ENN. I don't even think it's close. Uh, wow. I don't know. I about don't that. even think it's close. I wow. don't even think it's close. I don't know about that. Wow. Wow. That's that is a, that's a good hot take. That couldn't wait. No, could not. Had to had to be erupted. You just let that go. <laughs> why Why do you do this? Well, because he's looking to have animosity. Yeah, just, I mean, <laughs> wasn't a better. Give me, give me, better the wild, give me Dave Wild Banshee, Dave. Give me that's my favorite one. Give me Wild Banshee. Dave. Wild Banshee. Which one was that? Yes, that's, that's Wild Banshee. That's my favorite. I don't know you get Wild Banshee with that. I mean, you know, because you started, I, I was like, he's going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I really, if you listen to how that went down, you. <laughs> I was like, if he's going to do it, I might as well do it too. You know what the best part is? I don't want to miss out. It seemed like fun. I don't remember at all how that happened whatsoever. <laughs> No idea. <laughs> I know it made sense at the time. <laughs> that really is a lot. <laughs> but I, I didn't want you to have all the fun. It seemed like you're having so much fun. <laughs> Two hundred million dollars. <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Are you a big Valentine's Day guy? Uh, define big. Like, will you buy something for Cass? Yes. Besides a car or a card, will you buy her something big? Uh, something big, probably not, because her birthday. We've already just done her birthday. So something will, nice. Will, will it be some, something that also works for your benefit? Um, okay, occasionally. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I find like I, I find most of the time it works to my benefit. But my daughter's my I'll get my daughter something nice. You know, father father daughter Valentine's That's Day. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Um, I will be coaching a, a rec basketball game on on Valentine's night. Have we bounced back? We were in a three game losing streak. Have we bounced back? We've gone the other direction. Oh no. Yeah, we lost again yesterday. Oh no. Terrible loss. As says the uh, I as feel, the locker I feel badly. I'm uh, there's one kid on the team who's driving me crazy and I'm I I was not all that nice to him yesterday, and I, I put him in the game, and he didn't play well for 30 seconds. I put him, took him right out of the game. I said, sit right next to me and just think about what you've done. Like it's just, I feel guilty about it. At, at what point are you on the hot seat now? Well, I think there's two things that won't put me on the hot seat. I think the kids listen to me, which is not easy with 16-year-old boys, and I, th- I don't know that there's another dad that wants to do it. So okay. I think those, those two things play in my favor. I think well the one thing yeah I mean it's clear that kid has shut you off so I mean the team's right right around the corner. Uh, RJ says have I thought about moving on from him? What, what do you want me to do? Trade him? <laughs> When's the deadline? Well, it's a it's a town team, RJ. He lives in our town. He'd have to play for our team. I can't <laughs> trade him to another town. Have you explored? Unless he moves, <laughs> you can give him the Fournier treatment. <laughs> you, you think I could tell his parents? Listen, you know, it's a beautiful. I mean, Dobbs Ferry's gorgeous. <laughs> have you explored right? your options? Is, is all I'm saying. Maybe we have a uh, Gordon Bombay Adam Bank situation where you actually check and see if he's all oh, the, the lines, the lines, yeah, if he's in the right district. Quack quack quack. Guys not. Maybe he could play for a different team. Boy, the Hawks, no heart, none. Um, yeah, it's it's not great, I, and I feel guilty after every game. I feel guilty, but what am I supposed to do? Coach better. Ah. So he he doesn't get up and down the court. What, uh, that's my fault. Uh, no, no, I'm being silly. Like, like I said, you you need to run the court, and and he's lags behind and gets beaten for layups. That's how. That's my fault. I could see Dave's timeouts, like the whiteboard drawing up plays. It's not like players moving or shifting. All right, you're on the elbow. You're you're in the short corner. It's just like a picture of the ball in an arrow into the hoop. That's <laughs> what we're looking for. I'm like, you need to you need to run. It's like I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I'm like, that's not working. Very frustrating. So yeah, we've lost. Like five in a row, oh, and and the thing that's so frustrating is we're playing the elite teams, and it's like overtime every game. Overtime, lose by two. Yesterday we lost by six, but we were down by two with a minute to go. Like every game comes down to the very end, and we find a way to lose it every single time. So you're the Knicks. We're the Knicks. Yes, yes. I think that's a fair statement. We are the Knicks. We are not great in crunch time. I think at a certain point though, this is going to fall right on your shoulders. I think it has to. Listen, I'm the I'm the grand poobah of this team, and I gotta <laughs> I gotta get it done. I gotta be better. <laughs> the grand poobah. Yeah, but we we have a game on on Valentine's night. Oh no, be, it'll be very romantic. Are you going to take Sherry? She goes to all the games. She can absolutely. She'll be. Like, there. Are you going to get her something? She get her something nice. You think I should stop the game at halftime? Kind of get down on a no. knee. Like do a no, vow or something like that? No, I don't think you need to do that. But you get her some nice flowers or something. You'll be a real joy if they lose their sixth in a row. Yeah, she, probably she, celebrate before the game. She, co- she comes up to me after the game. So she goes, "You look like you played in the game." I was like, "I'm so annoyed." She's like, what's the matter with you? Like, I don't like losing. Do you get dressed up on the sideline? No. No, coaches don't, don't get like dressed a- up anymore. It's not a thing. Yeah, but do you wear like a zip up, like a, some kind of team zip up or anything? No, I wear uh, I wear a sweatshirt and uh, and pants. No, I think you did a team. Like you don't have a team issue jacket. Uh, I don't. 
He says they, pants as if not wearing a pants is an option. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With with stories I've told you in the past, it's not always an option. <laughs> you see, Dave's got his ESPN zip up and underwear on the side. <laughs> Why wear pants? Why is that coach in boxers? <laughs> I was gentlemanly though yesterday. You'd be no, very you proud of me. No, you weren't. I, w- I was. The other coach came over. He's like, listen, one of my players is going to be about five minutes late. He's like, are you okay starting at 105 or you want me to start with four guys on the court? And I thought about it. I was like, no. I was like, let's start at 105. You lost to a team that only had five players? No, they lined up with seven. But at the time, they only had four, which turned into five. That's a lot of disrespect they showed you. They don't even show up on time and they still <laughs> kicked your butt. They kick our butts. <laughs> we, could play with four. we could play with four if we have to, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that was meant in an endearing. You should, you should have seen the gym we played in yesterday. Unbelievable. The three-point line in the corner, you couldn't do that. Out of bounds? Out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yet I had one kid that continued to run to the corner. I'm like, excuse me, can you stop taking threes from the corner, please? He's like, but that's my shot. I'm like, there's no, there's no, you can't. <laughs> we didn't draw that play off. Unless you had, like, mice feet, there's no way you could stand in the corner and shoot from three. Very frustrating. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. All I said is we have a game, and you lead us down this dark path. I, I may come. I actually may come to the game. I, I, I hope you do. I want, you know what? Night. I went to one of your games. You did. You almost froze to death. I didn't realize. And uh, RJ it was so cold. But I, but I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe these high school games are just freezing, and I'm being a baby. So I'm sitting there. I'm shivering. I'm cold. I'm freezing. I'm not exaggerating. We're in an indoor arena. It starts snowing sideways <laughs> in through the in through the like the little open window. And I'm like, I am freezing. My feet are freezing. And I didn't want to say anything at the thought of he'd be like, no, you idiot. It's always like that. And I was like, Rick, was it unbelievably cold? He's like, freezing. Never been colder in my entire life. I was like, oh, thank God. That was snowing over the, it was snowing over the bench. It was a squall. (laughs) It was a squall. (laughs) I'm driving there. And they're like, whatever you do, stay off the roads. There's a squall. I'm like, squall? I don't even know what that is. Now I know. Listen, you should be proud of yourself. You toughed it out. You faced the bitter cold. It was like the Iron Man. You didn't you didn't complain. Oh, it was cold though. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You see what Steve Cohen had to say? Jeff Passan article is out on ESPN. Uh, you want to hear? I think you'll enjoy this. He's saying, I don't care. Whatever. He says, quote, I'm not responsible for how other teams run their clubs. I'm really not. That's not my job. And there are disparities in baseball. We know that to be true. I'm following the rules. They set the rules. I'm just following them. I love it. Well, you got to think, too. I mean, here's the beauty of what Steve Cohen is doing. I mean, when he took over the team, he said, first and foremost, he wants to win a championship in the first three to five years. But he also said he wanted to be the East Coast version of the Dodgers, which meant he wanted to be able to compete now but also build up the farm system. It's going to take time to build up the farm system. So how do you fix that? Like how while you're building up the farm system, how do you give yourself the best chance to win? Spend money. Right. Which is his greatest strength right now. Is That's the fact right. that he can he can now so right now going into this season, moves that they've made, their competitive balance tax payroll is almost it's three hundred and sixty nine point nine million. Ooh. Okay. The previous record was set by them last year at two hundred and ninety nine point eight million. So they're set they've seventy more million. And now their tax bill is going to be $98.6 million. But you know what the thing is? He doesn't care. Of course he doesn't. He, it, it doesn't. This is play for him. He has so much more money than every other owner. It's not even close. Right. And he's taking advantage of it. That's right. And why shouldn't he? Of course he should. Because not everyone, like he's saying, is that not everyone is, is willing to do it. Uh, he was asked about spending all that money. He said, I didn't think it was that big a deal. I was already going to uh, be in a big bracket anyway. No question. So it's like the government raising taxes. You're already in a high bracket. What I think about is uh, making income. If I make income, it solves problems. It'd be great to get the payroll to the point where I, I don't have to pay tax anymore. That's the goal. If we do our job and develop a farm system and get a nice, sustainable pipeline going, we should be able to accomplish that. And like you mentioned, the L.A. Dodgers did it. The Dodgers, what was their payroll in 2015? So that's the model that he wants to follow. Yeah, like it's 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 embracing who you are and taking advantage of what your strength is. Like uh, it's what Tampa does. Tampa's, I mean, look what they're able to do with their payroll. That's right. But they have to do it because that's, I mean, that's where they're at. Right. They, they have no choice. and That's the game they have to play. Well, the Mets do have a choice and they, they have an advantage that a lot of other teams don't have. Sorry. I don't be sorry. Just you know what? When love, we had the Wilpons, we had to it. sit. We had to sit here and and you know count their pennies and figure out a way to get it done. Sorry. Well, yeah, I think it's what frustrates Yankees fans is that their team is willing to do it to a point. But the Yankees spend a fortune of money. No, I know. I I understand that, but they're not spending the kind of money that Steve Cohen's spending. Well, they don't have the kind of money Steve Cohen has. Right. You know, so. You can't expect to spend that kind of money. But it's not like they didn't go out and bring in one of the best free agent pitchers on the market to a long term deal. They no. kept Aaron Judge. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not I'm not saying they're not they're, they're not spending money. All I'm saying is that now with Steve Cohen in the same market and seeing what he's willing to do, and then the Yankees, who still spend a ton of money, but have well, to a point. For Steve Cohen, I mean, this is without this is what he's spending without the Carlos Correa deal that fell through. Correct. It'd be a, it'd be a lot more if you had Correa. Like there's no limit. Like it, right now at this moment, as he's trying to build up the farm system, he wants to win a championship. And the best way to do that is is to go out and spend big money on free agents. That's a hundred percent right. Did you hear by the way that the, I guess Senga had some uh some issues too in that physical? 
Yeah, I just don't. The, the whole Correa thing still is is baffling to me. Uh, I was reading a report from one of the I forget who it was, but one of the doctors that leaked something or somebody said something that said they had never seen an ankle look like that before. It was really bad. And what's the concern that it's just going to at some point just That's just fall apart? It's going to go. Yeah. So then you're locked into a long term deal. Let's go to James in Pennsylvania. Hi, James. You're on ninety eight seventy ESPN. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Great show. Great show as always. Um, the song I want you guys to play, and I want you to send it to Kyrie, is by Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Okay? Because all of the problems that he's having and all of the money that he wants and all that stuff, he can have all of this stuff. But it's just him. He's doing it to himself. He's his own nemesis. And that's the part that is so mind-boggling. He can have everything he wants. Just go out there, practice. Play and everything is going to come to him. Money, shoe deals, but everything. J- J- but James, have a commercial. listen, I don't mm-hmm. even disagree with you, but look, I mean, does he not have money? Will he not get paid? He's got more money than he knows what to do with. I'm sure at some point he's going to get another shoe deal. Like, these things are all going to happen for him anyway. Is he going to get another shoe deal, yeah, though? But why, I would think at what, some point. What do you want all this drama for, though? I don't he loves it. The drama part Because you don't yeah. know people in your life that feed and love drama. He loves the drama. So don't complain about it. If you want it, then sit up there and smile when you're on TV and on the radios and all of that stuff. Smile about it. Make jokes about it, whatever. Don't sit up there and complain and then go into this Nostradamus, uh, all of this stuff, whatever. Get out of here. You, you make, that's why you make people don't like you. Just yeah, but, that, but, but James, but, but James, that has nothing to do with it. Like sitting there smiling for the media and people liking him or disliking him has nothing to do with it. It's his, it's his availability for the team. It's, uh, can you trust him? That's the problem. It was that those, I yeah, mean, uh, those tweets earlier in the season that cost him the Nike deal. Like, I mean, you're right. He right now, I mean, if if what he wants is a long term, fully guaranteed extension, max contract, he's his worst own, he's his worst enemy right now. Exactly. He could have money coming out of the wazoo. He could be the best point guard in the league, I believe. If he just go out there each and every day and just do what he's asked but it's to do. clear, James, he, that he just he just doesn't care. He hasn't like, been able like, to do it. Like like what what we look at as I think somewhat normal is you you think to yourself if I just would shut up, it'll all come to me in spades. He doesn't have that. Well, because to him it makes sense because he's at a higher level intellectually than the rest of us. Right. He's he's brighter than all of us. He right. questions and challenges everybody and everything. And the, how could you tell me the world is? Is is round? It, it, I think it's flat. Like there's everything that he wants to know about. He's just he's smarter. He's a, he's a different level of intelligence than all of us. Right. He's an artist. How many, how many times have you looked at art and go, "What the hell is this thing?" Well, you wouldn't know because you don't understand you, art. Yeah, that's the thing. Is what what are you doing? You wouldn't know because you don't understand. You're not at my level of intellect, so it just doesn't. It won't make sense to you, and it never will. Yeah, we're pawns. It's unfortunate though, man, because he talent wise is hoof. Yeah, but his lunacy overshadows his talent a lot of the times. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no reason why, you know, he he couldn't, him and KD, and then when you brought in Harden in the mix, they they couldn't have had more than one playoff series win, but that's, that's, that's where what happened. And that's how it ends. I can't wait to watch the 30 for 30 on that. Did you watch the uh, the Ravens one last night? Uh, no, I didn't. There's not. a new one on the Ravens, their, their Super Bowl 35 team. I watched it for a bit, and I had to turn it off when they got to the Super Bowl. Too much for you? Yeah, well, I'm not ready to, to relive that yet. Yeah, but didn't that Super Bowl lead to your marriage? Uh, I guess not so directly, but still, th- that moment was I it was really rough. Ipso facto. Ipso facto led to the marriage, but that moment was really, really rough. All right, Raymond. 
Three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Number three is going to go to our New York Knicks. It's got to be the biggest win of the year over the Philadelphia 76ers. Evan Fournier goes from not being not planning to play to being the last-minute hero. We haven't spoken to him in a year, but he had this to say in the locker room. So I love New York. You know, they, uh, they talk shit, but they give you love as well. Uh, we love you too, Evan. Number two. Dave, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about okay, here Coach Rothenberg. No, I'm, I'm a little concerned at this point because how, how many? Five in a row, is it? Five in a row. I'm, and you, you feel comfortable with the job you're doing. You feel secure with the job, but I think this bears monitoring if you're going to be on the talks hot seat for a while. We, Parents well, listen, we have there, there our final regular season game on Valentine's night. And we have the playoffs after that. So a lot will be determined over the coming weeks. We'll, we'll keep monitoring. Number one. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to be retiring some drops because we're not going to be hearing from Kyrie Irving much anymore. Oh, no. So this is this. I do it for the love. Yeah, we did love you, Kyrie. Whether I have the ball in my hands or not, an impact needs to be made on the game. And that that's where that stands. That I am. Oh, if you're very much woke. There is no such thing as distraction. And my favorite, too. What are you doing? Cockroaches. We'll miss you, Kyrie. <laughs> Bye-bye, Kyrie. It's been a pleasure. Glad I'm not a fan of the Nets. It's Rule 76. No excuses. Play like a champion. It's DPA Joe Rothenberg. Let's go, Chiefs! Oh, 9870 is <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DPA Joe and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.